It is the 200 level episode 190. It's a minute after the last one ended. And maybe you're listening to them back to back. We are now underway with our selection show special. Gonzaga gets the number one seed. So we don't get the pleasantries of Illinois getting the trophy. I know that video will be up later. And God knows I'm going to be staying up until all hours watching that. Gonzaga gets the one seed in the West region. Isaac Ambrose and Trevor Valise are along with me here as we're doing double duty today. I didn't even have time to go get a, a quick thing of Basil Hayden whiskey to celebrate, guys. I'll just have to do that later. Um, so here's what we'll do, Isaac and Trevor. For the folks at home, they have the second half reaction. This is going to act as a dual selection show and post-game reaction thread as I'm still collecting my thoughts for what we just witnessed. But we have a bracket being unveiled, and I see that the eighth seed in Gonzaga's bracket is Lon Kruger's Oklahoma team. And guys, I'm okay with avoiding that narrative of a former Illini coach because Oklahoma is actually halfway decent this year. And yeah, Missouri, uh, Missouri's not in our bracket. Okay. Whew. Can I be honest? That's fine with me, Isaac. It is. No, yeah, it's, it's, and it's honestly just surreal. I mean, to see yourself on Selection Sunday and last year we didn't get to have this. Nobody did. Um, 2013, you were curious as to what seed you'd be. And it's so nice to just be comfort comfortably in the tournament and fighting for that possibly number two seed maybe. Oh, I think, I think you've got the number two seed. We'll see. Uh, Creighton is the five seed in the West against UC Santa Barbara. What are that? The, the banana slugs. I think that's what Santa Barbara is. And then we'll get the four seed. This one interests me. Any four and five matchup will interest me because those are teams that we won't get, including Virginia at the four and, you know, for a team with that pedigree, uh, Trevor, are you are you there, by the way? I know you were taking a quick break. I think Trevor might be taking a quick break here. Isaac, you're yeah, there. You stepped away. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I get it. Uh, okay, so Isaac, Virginia with their pedigree. Hey, they play the 13 seed Ohio Bobcats. We remember hey, that. Hey, that's going to be the popular upset pick, I bet. Virginia's cold. They got COVID. And Preston's coming for those boys. USC in the sixth seed, and I can tell you who I already think is going to be the two seed in this bracket. The eighth team is probably going to be Ohio State, I think, or maybe Iowa. I, I feel like they might want to put Iowa and Gonzaga matched up, even if Iowa is better than the eighth team in the nation. USC, the yeah. sixth seed, Wichita State versus Drake. So Drake is one of those teams that were on the bubble. They get in with an at-large for that play-in game on Thursday. Let's see who the three seed is. I mean, because, okay, Kansas, this is great news, Isaac. Less narratives. No Bill Self. Yeah. Kansas three seed away from you playing Eastern Washington. I'll take that as well. Ooh. Hey, there's Trevor. <laughs> hey, Trevor. Hello. Trevor, we're already <laughs> avoiding narratives with Missouri, Oklahoma, and Kansas. We're avoiding narratives. This is a great bracket so far. Wow. Hey, it I, was. I, BCU and Oregon, the 710 seed. And then we'll get the final two seed. I'm predicting Iowa. They want that Iowa Gonzaga rematch. Will we get it in the Elite Eight? Yes, we will. That'll be fun. That'll be really Wait, fun. They've, they've already started doing this. God, can you give us like two minutes? I know, <laughs> I know. Like, So the whole trophy presentation, we're going to have to, I, I freaking hope that... Where's Kevin Warren? I need an APB on him right now. Wow. I know, <laughs> we need the video of this. It, it'll, it'll circulate. It, Thank God for Twitter. Turnaround? Jeremy like, did just tweet, Kevin Warren gets rained with booze as he awards the Illini a Big Ten title. Beautiful. Beautiful. That's fun. Hey, by the way, Grand Canyon with Bryce Drew in his first year. 
Uh, they will play number two seed Iowa. Iowa Gonzaga. That's what's going to happen, guys. That that will be the elite eight matchup. It's going to be <laughs> awesome. I'm telling you what. In one out of ten scenarios, Fran finds a way to lose to Grand Canyon. You're right. <laughs> You're right. I, I think this Iowa team will avoid that. But as long as Bohannon I mean, they will, gets, yeah. But in terms of possible sixteen or fifteens to be playing Bryce Drew, a D1 coach who for some reason went there, like I, I wouldn't love it as much as like a North Carolina Central A and T or whatever. Okay, so we have this is kind of a whirlwind. I've used that word so many times in the last week. But I'm I'm trying to digest what just happened with the Illinois game as the selection show just goes underway because, of course, 60 minutes has to start on time because you'd have a bunch of pissed off old people. Now, listen, 60 minutes is great, but why could we have not given 15 minutes, 10, five minutes to the Big Ten champions? But, hey, I'm seeing the pictures now, and now it's starting to soak in even more. As Illinois gets cut down the nets, they get the Big Ten tournament champion T-shirts, and I cannot wait for a video to come out because the way that – I got to say, Trevor, your video, by the way, was absolutely phenomenal. Your hype video. Do you Thank have you. Do you have another one underway? I do have one in the oven. Okay. You got a bun in the oven. I like it. But I am excited to see what Illinois basketball's media or social media account does with the video of the post game. I, I hope they put up the entire thing. So you avoid Lon. I know you guys have probably already said this. You avoid Lon Kruger. You yes. avoid Mizzou. Yep. You avoid Jason Preston. Honestly, I would have hated that. Yep. Um, and you avoid Kansas. Yeah. It's a it's pretty, a great start. Pretty strong start. And I think that you will get the number two one seed, so there will be a little bit of interest coming back from the break here to see if Illinois, in fact, gets that second one seed. Real quick, 200 level brought to you by DP Doe. I'm on at dpdoe.com. Use coupon code Mike for $5 calzones at dpdoe.com. They deliver anywhere in Champaign-Urbana, so as you're having a celebratory calzone, as you should, go to dpdoe.com. I'll hit uh, the sponsors um, during each break here. Trevor. I definitely like um, Gonzaga's route there. Just oh, yeah. Virginia is the four. That's not very Creighton strong. Creighton is Preston. the five. Creighton, whose coach yeah, is... I mean, they just got know. blown out by Georgetown. Their players are sort of in this weird thing where their coach just metaphorically called them slaves on a plantation. Like, There's just something weird going on there. And Kansas has not looked great. And you know Iowa's faults and their potential flaws. If I'm Gonzaga, I feel pretty good about that bracket. And obviously, if you're Illinois, you feel good avoiding those narratives. All right. I am really interested to see after the break here if they go in order of one, two, three, and four. And actually, I'm going to put closed captioning on because I can't hear what they're saying. But at least this way... I skipped way, ahead. Oh, you okay? did? Yeah, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. And that way, you'll you'll actually be able to kind of collect your thoughts as some of these, um, some of these matchups get revealed. And we're going to go to Baylor now, just FYI. This is the Baylor region they're going to show. Okay. Now, d- does that mean that Baylor is the second number one? Yes. Seed? Okay. So they yes. end up getting that. Yeah, it's fine. That's fine. And you know what? Is My it? thought was going into today, that was already locked that Illinois was the three, no matter what they did. Yeah. Okay. Is it like, I? you guys might feel the same as me, but um, Ohio State for some, like, I'm definitely as scared of them as I am Baylor and Gonzaga. Like something about them, you just not they don't, they don't get. Blah, 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 blah. Sorry, cat got my tongue. You're they good. don't give you any. They don't give you anything easy. But I like your chances. Like a lot of the problems you've had with Ohio State the past couple of years, 
you don't have with anyone else. I know. I, I just thank God we don't have to play them again. I mean, unless they make a run, and they could. There's no doubt. But in the Baylor region, we have North Carolina as an eight seed. Guys, another break. I don't want an eight seed North Carolina with the talent they have in our bracket. And the narrative. And the narrative. And Wisconsin sitting there. Oh, with wow. Nine. Good luck, Wisconsin. Oh my. Wow. Wisconsin's what a drop-off. Yeah, well... And you know what? Hey, listen, wow. they're, they're a dangerous nine against North Carolina, but that's all I'll say. Baylor's in the Sweet 16, easy. Villanova gets the five. I don't mind missing Villanova. Well, but that's right. They missed their best player. Shoot. Winthrop. I, I wanted 12. Villanova. I think Winthrop's beating Villanova 100%. Okay. Let's see the four seed here coming in that 4-5 matchup. Villanova and Winthrop in the 5-12. That'll be a sexy upset pick. Purdue gets a four. Good for them. Much deserved. And that will be against 13 seed North Texas. Okay. So we'll go on the south side of the bracket here in just a bit. So that means Illinois will be the third number one seed. I think that's got to be locked up. Texas Tech is the six. That's a pesky team that I don't don't mind missing. Versus an 11 seed. And these games are on Friday. Let's see here. Definitely want to avoid Texas Tech. Utah State, so now, they're an at-large. What's interesting <sighs> about this is Lenardi had Utah State and Drake as out. They were two of his like first four out, and the committee yeah. has put both of those teams in. So if you're like, I think Michigan State's safe, but honestly, if you're like a Rutgers or somebody right on that bubble, you're suddenly like, wait a minute, they put two of Lenardi's out teams in? Arkansas, the three. I, I didn't want Arkansas one of on the my Big bracket. Ten teams to get. Yeah. Good. Good. One of the Big Ten teams is going to get Sorry, Isaac. Go ahead, bud. No, no. You guys are good. Um, one of the Big Ten teams has got to get... There's so... Like Rutgers, Maryland, Michigan State, they all have big wins, but they have double-digit losses. And like Trevor said, I mean, that's two spots right there that are taken away that could potentially be taken away from like a a Rutgers team, which you've got to feel terrible for Rutgers if they miss after they would have made it last year. Florida, the seven. And to be honest, I don't know a whole lot about Florida, Virginia. I wouldn't have minded getting them. So that looks to be a weak bottom half of the bracket. If I'm being honest, now who's the two? Yeah, this will be interesting. The two seed in the Baylor region is got to be a big 10 team. Ohio state. Okay. Wow. Now, as as tough oh as tough as they are against us, as tough as they are against us, actually, you know what? I think them and Baylor would be a hell of a matchup. <laughs> like, I think that'd I be actually, awesome. That would be a great. Game. I kind of like Purdue. That'd be a great game. You like Purdue against Baylor? No, I mean like they get North Texas, then oh, they yeah. get either Villanova or Winthrop, mm-hmm. and they're already in the Sweet Sixteen at that point. What do you think about that? Think about what a year that would be for Matt Painter to make a Sweet Sixteen after all that. That would be pretty incredible. We have shots here of Drexel, Loyola, OSU. You know, now here's the thing, guys. Unless we see, well, we're, we're probably next. Illinois is probably next here after the break. Loyola is an eight or nine seed in our bracket. Hopefully, the tournament committee loves them oh, and puts them God. in seven to avoid that narrative because I think you'd be fine. But you would be. But there's always that like reticence of playing a, an in-state team and then being up for it. Not that I don't think Illinois would be up for Actually, it. Actually, I, I don't hate that. They're not very good. I mean, they're good for what they are, but. So I'm trying to get some dispatches here. Real quick, I'll hit a sponsor. Then we'll look at a little bit more of this Big Ten post game. It's just been so fast moving. Green Street <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> really? 
Yeah, they said there's a parade of people storming down Green Street. Hey, all right. Well, that's fun. I'm looking here. So if I just search Green Street, is that basically it? Uh, Joey Wagner just retweeted it. Okay. Let okay. me go find hey, that. Guys, I think I think Io just got MVP of the tournament. I think that Kofi would have gotten it if he hadn't had been out for a yeah. lot of today's game. I think it was Kofi's to lose at that point. Dude, oh my gosh, I want to see these nets and stuff being cut down. What is going on? I'm looking at this parade of people down Green Street, and it's not bad, and they're all, look at so many of them are masked, and that's that's kind of cool. All right, cool. Is Illinois going to even be like actively engaged when they cut to them on the camera in a second? I mean, they're still celebrating on the podium. I know, and I, I cannot wait. After this, I'm just going to be immersed in Twitter and all the videos and all the reaction because I know it's just going to be full of it. And I, I, I okay. kind of hate that that game went long so we couldn't see it live, but we'll get it. We'll, we'll be able to soak in it. So here we go, right? This is probably us. Should be. If I'm, I still wouldn't love to see Florida State. They're one of those lanky teams that would kind of bug me if they were the, the three in your bracket, um, I'm trying to think who else. Loyola would sort of frustrate me just from a fundamental perspective. Sure. Um, who else? Well, uh, I mean, well, well, let's start with I this. West, t- Virgin- West Virginia would piss me off because they're really good. Do you think that we get them or Alabama as the two seed? And here's the thing. Oklahoma State is a two or three. I mean, you're going to have to play a really good team in the Elite Eight. If you give me an Oklahoma well, State on the other side of the bracket, which I think they played themselves into a three, haven't they? Yeah, and if Bama's the top two because they won the SEC, then you they wouldn't be in your bracket if you're the three because they'd right. be in Michigan's, according to the S-curve. Okay, so we're back. And Trevor, I think you're a little bit ahead of us here. Yep, so this is our region. Okay, FYI. Illinois' region is coming up real quick. Fourth and Kirby online at fourthandkirby.com. Plenty of swag. I'm going to get that Conference Champions t-shirt. Because essentially that's what we are in every way, shape, and form. I'm going to get that from fourthandkirby.com using coupon code 200 level for 10% off my order at fourthandkirby.com. Okay, here we go. It is time for the third one seed, Illinois, and their region. So here we go, guys. This is the path to the national championship for the Fighting Illini. Presented by Capital. I got to get t-shirts. Yeah, they're pretty sick, aren't they? Okay. This is such an easy matchup. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, oh, wait. The in, in the, in the, yeah. <laughs> I heard they're good this year. Illinois. Seven. Illinois I will should. play 16 seed as Corbello is cutting down the nets. Anytime now. Drexel. No. What? Sorry. Okay. Sorry. I must be ahead of you, Carb. Oh, okay. Is it the 8-9 seed? Because I'm guessing maybe we do get Loyola. Yes. Look at who your 8 seed is. Okay. That's fine. So Illinois gets Drexel the 16, and then the 8-9. This is going to be interesting as it pops up oh on my, my screen. Loyola, Chicago. Okay. Yeah, so That's they're going okay. for the narrative. I like this. I like the way this is setting up. This is fine. Going for that narrative of the instinct. Okay. Seeds. And the 9 seed is Georgia Tech. Okay, well, that's a... It's fine. They just won the ACC tournament. Yeah. They did. Okay, well, listen, you know. I mean, you're going to have to play good. Oh, no. Okay, the four seed is going to be... Or five seeds, Tennessee. Okay, they're tough. That's fine. They're they're shaky. Yeah, um, that is Rick Barnes, correct? Still? Yes. Versus 12 seed, Oregon State. 
Okay, well, that's fine. That's a joke. That's a fraud of a conference winner. They were picked to finish last in the Pac-12 and stormed back to win the tournament. Yeah, how about that? The Beavers. What? Okay, Oklahoma State is the four, so you would potentially mm. get them in the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, well, they that's they won. Round. They won with narratives, guys. But if you think about it, there would have been landmines elsewhere. Whether it be eight C. Okay, would you rather get eight C Loyola Chicago or eight C North Carolina? You know what I mean? Loyal. So like, there are landmines everywhere, no matter what. But I think what we need to take solace in is the fact that. You just went through the gauntlet. You you just went through an absolute gauntlet in the last two and a half weeks. So you should be as <laughs> ready as you are. You're getting the number wow. one pick in the Sweet 16, though. Like That seems like one round too early for that entirely possible loss to occur. Yeah, sure. San Diego State at the six. That's and fine. then the 11th seed down there. Let's see here. And to be honest, guys, when we get to the next bracket, we'll be able to loosely cover it, but we'll just do a quick bit of... We'll try to react to the game that we just watched. Syracuse gets the 11, so there's Alan Griffin. Wow. He gets in there as an at-large. So that's one I mean, That's surprising. Game. I mean, they essentially would have been locked in had they won that game on Thursday night. I didn't think they were, though. I didn't Did think you, so either. I, but... Yeah, go um, ahead, Isaac. Sorry. sorry. Uh, a few years ago, remember, they weren't supposed to make it, and then they upset Michigan State. Yep. Damn it. Three seed is going to be, good Lord, could we please hurry this up? West Virginia's the three. But here's the thing. God. But, but I look at it the other way because I'm, bet, I'm betting the two seeds Alabama, right? And you would have I mean, West Virginia maybe. and Alabama beating up on each other in the Sweet 16 themselves before they'd ultimately play in the Elite Eight. It's really weird too, I guys. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Trevor. I don't love. I, I just don't love Cade and Huggins in your bracket because those are both teams that could get you. Yeah, for sure. Clemson's at the seven, and I will be interested to see this two seed here. But yeah, I mean, hey, the, we see that Sweet Sixteen matchup against Oklahoma State as possibly Rutgers gets the ten seed. So good for them. Hey, good. Um, they finally make the tournament. It's been what nineteen ninety one. Two seed in this bracket is going to be Houston. Oh, guys. Okay. That's a break. Okay. I like that's, that's good. I, yeah. You know, that's, that's good. That's very good. I'll take it. Yes, you got West Virginia and Oklahoma State. Absolutely. Two seed Houston By in there. Far your two biggest competitors are West Virginia and Oklahoma State. I would agree. So let's just let it play out. This is going to be Friday, Sunday. Well, let's see. These games are Friday, Sunday. I didn't check when Illinois' game was going to be. Did you happen to catch that? I don't think that they actually say like times or anything until later tonight, but maybe did maybe I'm wait. Wrong. Yes, are we Thursday or Friday? Uh, it's Friday through Monday, so it's either going to be Friday, Sunday, or it's going to be Saturday, Monday. And I see one seed. Wait. Yeah, they they just moved it. It's weird. They moved it oh, one day they later. Moved it a day. I, I think just to make sure that every team coming in would have the negative COVID test that they need. So is the like the playing games? Is that Wednesday, Thursday? Playing game just is Thursday. Thursday. Two, just uh, Thursday. Okay. Yeah, two games on Thursday, I believe, for the playing. Okay, we got a quick break here. Rector Construction online at RECTORConstruction.com for everything from a new roof to a crawl space inspection and everything in between. Go online to RECTORConstruction.com or call them at 217-281-7000 for a free estimate today. That is RECTORConstruction.com. Okay, so we got one more bracket coming up. This will be for Michigan, and we'll... So, yeah, Trevor? I'm sorry. Just one quick thing. Yeah. Uh, 
if you're a Michigan State fan, are you starting to sweat? Because sure. you're not going to be in the 8-9 with Michigan. No. I mean, that's obviously not the case. So pretty much the only space left is either the first or the the first four in that 6-11 or the 7-10 matchup against Alabama. And then you got to get Maryland in there. So Maryland's sweating too. Oh. Yeah, so can you have... Yeah. Can you have three Big Ten teams in a bracket? Because if I recall, I that know. would only be if there were nine Big Ten teams. If I recall, we have two in each bracket so far, and it very well yes. may be nine Big Ten teams. We'll see. Did it? I just, I mean, sorry, I w- Maryland had like a solid resume, correct? I, yes. I, didn't, I know Rutgers, Rutgers was the seventh seed in the tournament, in the Big Ten tournament, but I, w- I was definitely more scared of playing a Maryland than I was playing Rutgers. I guess Agreed. what I'm saying is they haven't already loaded up one of those two regions without a Big Ten one seed with three Big Ten teams. So if there's three Big Ten teams in this region, why? Because why would you put three in a region with the Big Ten seed, with the As Big Ten one. one seed, when you could when you could put three in the region where they don't have to work? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I think that's the only I way you can know. spread it out, though, effectively, because you'll put the other two at the bottom half of that bracket. It, sure, it, sure. So I, I just, I'm, I'm maybe, starting to pucker up a little bit if I'm one of those Yeah, guys. absolutely. I mean, there's no guarantee here. I think one is in the playing game in all likelihood. I think that would be Michigan State because didn't Maryland have, maybe not the marquee wins, but the overall more balanced resume. But we'll see here. Well, in yeah, the and they beat Michigan State twice in the final 10 days That's of the right. season. And handily. I love, I love Houston as your two. I think that's the softest two out there. I don't love Oklahoma State as a four. I think they would definitely deserve a three. And I don't love West Virginia as a three, but I do not mind Loyola or Georgia Tech. I don't mind Houston. I definitely don't mind Tennessee or Oregon State. So I feel like it pretty much balances out for you in that sense. I, I do too. It's not the easiest bracket, but it wasn't going to be because you weren't the top overall one, overall seed. And I still think there were landmines in Gonzaga's bracket too. I think there was enough parity in college basketball where we would have gotten any bracket and been uh-oh. But I think this is a good mix of uh-oh and oh, that's not so bad. So that's mm-hmm. just kind of how the cookie crumbles and 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 we can go with that, I think. And and especially, God, guys, Ohio State is the bugaboo for this team. You beat them two out of three times. I, I yeah. don't know if you're going to have a whole hell, a hell of a lot tougher matchups in this NCAA tournament than the two that you just played. So well, and even even though Cade is insane, I mean, what has Illinois done against insanely good players? Basically, one. I mean, you just saw Washington go for thirty-two, yeah, thirty-four. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, it's not like Oklahoma State is one of those teams where you go, "Oh boy, they've got a four named Vanderplop who hits thirty-three as a game." You know, at least you can you know what you're keying in on with them. I guess is what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. So here we go. Michigan will play the winner of Mount St. Mary's and Texas Southern. That's right. There's four games on Thursday. This is a Saturday-Monday bracket, and I, I still got to check and see. I, I didn't see it on the Illini feed if that's going to be a Friday, Sunday, or Saturday, Monday. I'm thinking it's a Friday, Sunday, but... I hope. I, I, would, I would love to get the second round on a Sunday. On a Monday, would be weird. Yeah. So Saturday, 8-9 matchup for Michigan is LSU. Hmm. And the nine seed is, isn't this compelling podcasting as I just wait with bated breath? Hey, I tell you what, Trevor, you're a little bit ahead of me. So um, eight, eight, nine, who's the nine seed in this matchup? St. Bonaventure is the nine. Hmm. I, if I'm Michigan, I like that draw because LSU can't guard a flagpole, even though they score 90 points a game. Yeah. And I mean, St. Bonaventure is good, but I mean, sorry, but they're St. Bonaventure. They didn't really play anybody this year. So Michigan gets a pretty favorable draw in that sense. 
where they don't have to worry about There's even not- the Appalachian State narrative. Yeah, Isaac, what are you thinking here as we go, go to the hey, four or five? Think about Maryland, Michigan State could potentially get screwed by Oregon State, Georgetown, sure, uh, some of these other teams that would not have made the tournament. You know, hasn't you know, there's Georgetown uh, as the 12 seed against Colorado, and hasn't Colorado been on a heater recently? Well, they lost to Oregon State in the Pac-12 title game uh, yesterday, but they're kind of a sneaky good team. They got a guy named Beatty who's like little, I mean, not Kofi, but Kofi Mini in the sense that he's like 6'10", 300 pounds. Mm-hmm. He's just a monster. Florida State is the four. That's a tough four, too, as well. So, I mean, yes, you know, listen, tough. if the four I line would, has the Florida States and the Oklahoma States of the world, you were going to get a good four seed. And, and if I think about it, Purdue is a four seed. You clearly weren't going to get them, nor would I necessarily want that, if I'm being honest. I think that's just how good the top 16 teams are. If Michigan faces Florida State in the Sweet 16, I'm taking Florida State 11 out of 10 times in that one. Really? I mean, they're balanced, right? It's a bad matchup, and they they thrive at that wing position where now Michigan doesn't have livers. Okay, so who do we have here? Unfortunately, my closed captioning is getting in the way here, but BYU gets a six. Whoa. You got Michigan State, LA. Ooh, in the 11 matchup. Michigan State is not officially in yet. They have to play their way in. That's surprising. Wow. Well, then Maryland should be a 10 down to the 710. I bet that's where they'll place them to spread them out a little bit in the bracket. So Michigan State, UCLA, that'll be playing on Thursday. And then now we go Both of those teams weird where they, they both beat good teams and they both lose to bad teams. And you're like, what? All right, now we're going down to the 3-14 matchup. The three seed in Michigan's region is... So that means they're going to have Alabama as their two, I would think. And that means... Texas is tough, man. Wow. Texas is a tough three seed. They just won the Big 12 tournament. So let's let's ponder this. Michigan's two, three, and four are likely going to be Alabama, Texas, Florida State. Our Holy two, crap. Our two, three, four is Houston, West Virginia, Oklahoma State. Both tough, but the, one tougher than the other. Do you think Michigan's? I think Michigan's is tougher top to bottom. Yes. Texas, and honestly, tech. Oh. Go, go ahead, Isaac. Sorry. You're I'm good, man. so sorry. Um, it's Zoom. Texas did not have to play in the tournament either. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, UConn gets but, to seven. They're tough as well. Well, that's what I was just going to say. Book night, and I know no one watches Big East basketball. Book night's like a top 10 pick. Yeah. Book night is just like Cade Cunningham. And he and that's a seven. I I do not think Michigan is making it out of that bracket. Maybe I I'm just surprised. biased against no, them right now. No, without but. livers, no. We've seen it. They they were struggling anyway, and now without livers, they're merely very good and not the you know number well close to number one team that they were. Let's say in early February. Uh, so there we go. I think the two three four of Alabama, Texas, and Florida State is tougher than Houston. Oklahoma State and West Virginia cumulatively. But we know that Cade Cunningham is that guy. I'm guessing they'll get to the Sweet 16. And you will probably play them in the second weekend if you make it there as well. But you take away the narrative of Loyola Chicago and Trevor, I think you were alluding to this. You take away the narrative. Well, who's to say that we aren't going to be up for it too? You know, I was a Chicago guy playing a Chicago team that might keep him from getting the Sweet 16. I, I think that we can flip that narrative back around, and it's not one that scares me as much. Can you believe that the committee, I mean, put Oklahoma State in our region, right where Brad Underwood just came from, and they had the controversies or whatever after he left. Oh, they knew it. And, and you put West Virginia in there, and, of course, the 
Chicago, Io versus the Loyola Chicago. It's almost like they're trying to write a book here. Yeah, but you know what? That's that's how they do it. And honestly, we say all this, and Trevor, as we know, and this could also happen in Illinois, but as we know, things happen in the tournament. So is it going to go Matt scratch? Norlander, the, the CBS guy, Norlander, just said, I don't see how on earth you can justify West Virginia being a three and Oklahoma State being a four. I got to look into it more, but it seems like a screw up. Oklahoma State is the second most quad one wins in the country behind Illinois, who they would have to play in the Sweet 16. Seems like a gross misseeding. So he's saying that they should have flipped, essentially. Yeah, like, well, how can you put the two teams with the most quad one wins in the same little <laughs> quad there? Yeah, yeah. And this will just be a case, to be quite honest. You got West Virginia and Oklahoma State, and I think that we'll find out in a couple matchups how much better was the Big Ten than the Big 12. Uh, I think we'll we'll find that out. Big 12 has some really good teams at the top, there's no doubt. But I got to I mean, think, I don't know, I still feel okay about it. I mean, bring it on. You know, it is what it is at this point. They've clearly demonstrated that they can take on anybody. Uh, it's just frustrating because I would have liked to have reached at least the Elite Eight. This sounds so spoiled. The Elite Eight before you have a matchup where you go, well, the other guy just kicked your butt and beat you. But, I mean, there is a legit shot that in the Sweet 16, Cade goes for 45 points and you lose. And I'll, then you just go, well, I don't know. I'll tell you guys this, though. If we want to go Ken Palm, okay, you are playing... Houston is the two. They are sixth in Ken Palm. Somehow, someway, they're sixth. So, you know, Ken Palm would say they earned that two seed. But then you get to the Big 12. This is where it gets interesting. West Virginia is sitting there at 27th on Ken Palm. And they're your three seed. And then you have Oklahoma State at 30. And that all goes down to, at least for Oklahoma State, you'd be surprised, but their offense is not all that great. 54th, according to Ken Palm. And then you look at West Virginia, no surprise there. Their defense is their bugaboo, 65th. And I'm thinking, okay, you know, considering the two and a half weeks that we just had, where you beat two, uh, the second best Ken Palm team, Michigan, by 23, where you beat the fifth best Iowa team by 11, where you beat Ohio State two times and they're number seven in Ken Palm. If we're going scratch, I'm just giving you guys something to feel good about. If Ken Palm is accurate, and oftentimes they are with the tournament, you actually got a pretty good draw. I'm just saying. So it is on Friday in Indy. Someone has tweeted. Friday in Indy. Perfect. <clears throat> by the way, to so counter that... You're going to to like Purdue or something. I think yeah. it's in Indy. Cool. By the way, to counter that as well for the Michigan bracket, their two seed is Alabama. They're eighth in the Ken Palm as opposed to Houston, who's six. So maybe a slight advantage according to Ken Palm there. The three seed was, what was the three seed in their bracket again, guys? Texas. Texas, and they are sitting there at 26. So Ken Palm doesn't like the Big 12. Texas at 26, and then the four seed Florida State is 15th in the Ken Palm. So you add those Ken Palm numbers up together, and Michigan is in the tougher bracket for two, three, and four. Uh, trust me, I get it, and this might be a little bit of rationalization, Isaac, but, you know, this is this is the tournament, and on the flip side, the top 16 seeds were kind of locked in going into this anyways because they're all pretty good. But I think the good news, Isaac, is that you are pretty great, and you just won a game today with oh. a B-minus effort, and I'm like, I think I think we can do this. I think we can. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like, you forget who we literally just played the <laughs> right. past few weeks. And you have, one, you have one loss since January when Ohio State beat you. And Ohio State just gives you fits. I mean, 
take out the Ohio, take out the minutes of this Ohio State game and last weekend when they were giving you fits, you have played some of the best college basketball I've seen. I mean, that, maybe that's just being dramatic, but like anybody that wasn't called Ohio State and then Michigan State where that turned into a bloodbath, you have played such good basketball. And the team, it, it'll say a lot about the Big Ten if the Big Ten really steps up because the Big Ten gets so much praise all all year. But all that matters is really what you do in the tournament. I mean, nobody cares if you beat each other up in conference. So this is going to be this is going to be wild. And yeah, we can talk all, all we want about how frustrating it is that we got this draw. But um, hey, I, I'm feeling pretty good. I don't know what can stop this team right now. Um, Drexel, watch out. And Loyola, Chicago, you're, you're pretty, but I, I don't want to hear it. You guys are going home. Drexel is 146 in Ken Palm, just to give you a little indication there. I, so Let me correct myself and say Elite Eight, right? That would be Elite Eight when you get Oklahoma State, not Sweet 16, wouldn't it? No, they're the four. So you get them a Sweet 16. West Virginia would be an Elite Eight. West Virginia or okay. Houston. Okay. So, you know, right. hey, hey, it is what it is. Is that, the, is that the first time where, you know, you've had a close game or you've lost a game and you've been like, well, they're actually pretty good. Like we almost lost to Ohio and then they won the conference and made the tournament. So that's like, that's like the first time that we've had a close game like that. I feel like that actually panned out that the team was actually good. Yeah, I, I think so. Cause usually we try to do that. Like uh, I think Winthrop beat Illinois back in 2015 and maybe they made the tournament. Maybe they didn't, <laughs> but you guys of course remember that, but yeah, I think that, okay. As I, as I let this kind of simmer a bit, there were some names I definitely didn't want to see. I think North Carolina as an eight or nine seed scared me just because Missouri and Missouri as well, just because of the history there. So I I'll be honest. I prefer even Loyola Chicago to that though. Ken Palm does love Loyola because of their defense. They have them ranked as the number one adjusted defense in the nation, even with that strength of schedule. So that'll be interesting. And if you know, they're going to be up for it. If I were picking a path, I would want Loyola to win the first game because Georgia tech does have the ACC player of the year. And both yeah. right. He's a yeah. tough center. Um, and they just are kind of that weird, like scrappy, chippy team that seems to win, even though they shouldn't on paper. Sure. I would want Tennessee to beat Oregon State, and then I would want Tennessee to beat Oklahoma State because while very good on paper, they're sort of the opposite of Georgia Tech. Tennessee has had very puzzling bad losses to Missouri. They lost to Alabama in the quarters of the SEC tournament, couldn't even get yeah. to the final day. Um, so if there's any way that either Liberty, who is a sneaky um, – 13, although they're not going to beat Oklahoma State, but I mean, they're better than most 13s. And if, if Tennessee can beat Oklahoma State, I think that would be a tremendous break for you because I think the ideal path for the Elite Eight would be obviously Drexel, Loyola, and then Tennessee. And then you would face either presumably Houston or West Virginia. And to your point about Tennessee, I mean, here's the thing we're, we're talking about this thing going scratch. I know Tennessee has struggled a bit. They basically won a game, lost a game down the stretch here. Those losses to mm -hmm. LSU, Kentucky, Auburn, and then five points to Alabama, whatever, not a huge, not a big deal. But I think that I I'll be watching that game, presuming that Tennessee makes it out of their first and Oklahoma state does. And you know what, guys, I've seen it too play the complete opposite way, Isaac, where you look at a bracket and Illinois has not usually been the beneficiaries of this, but I've seen other teams where you look at a bracket and think, oh my God, like that's just littered with, you don't want any piece of that. And then it just all falls apart and then it just opens up a wide lane opens up. So all those options are still a play and, uh, 
I guess it's fun to you know it's fun to predict Isaac, but at the same time, it's just there's still so many unknowns even now when we have the matchups. Oh yeah, and if any tournament is going to be crazy, I would put a thousand dollars on it that, that this one is going to be crazier. You're literally landlocked in the state of Indiana. You're just throwing 68 college basketball teams into the state of Indiana for a few weeks. Yeah, COVID stuff. It's already been a crazy basketball season. Um, I love your chances. And like you said, Carp, I mean, Gonzaga could have a bad 10 minutes and be out of the tournament. Like, we saw it happen with Virginia a couple years ago. We saw Gonzaga couldn't go anywhere for the longest time. Villanova had it that same problem for a while. Like, it, nothing that you've really done in the past matters until now. And I hope our guy, I completely trust Brad Underwood and Io and Kofi and Trent and DeMonte. Like, they understand the Big Ten tournament is amazing. And I'm so happy for this, these guys that we get the banner. But you don't get like a pass to the Sweet 16 because you won your conference title. Like, nothing matters. You got to bring it every single night. And you hope that one of the other one seeds or two seeds don't bring it. And it just clears sure. a path to that final four. Um, but but again, like you can say all you want about Illinois getting screwed in this region. And I'm glad that all of us are agreeing. Like you're going to have to play the teams eventually. So, you know, you oh, maybe Oklahoma State, if they were on the in a different region, they, they swept everybody and made the final four. And then you had to play them. Like you're going to have to play these amazing teams eventually. Yeah, absolutely. So why not knock them out earlier? Yeah, I would that's agree a good that. point, and I think the difference between I would argue that Michigan's region is tougher. However, the thing going more for Michigan is that I would argue the bottom half of their bracket is tougher with uh, with teams like you know they're not going to face Florida State immediately. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't face Texas until two rounds in. They wouldn't face Book Knight and UConn until two rounds in, and they wouldn't face Alabama until two rounds in. So to me, I think Michigan has an easier path to maybe the Sweet Sixteen or further. But then once they hit that point, I think they have a tougher path. Whereas kind of to Isaac's point, the softer teams in Illinois region, I think are on the bottom half Yeah. in that I like, you know, Clemson, Rutgers. I think Houston is the softest too. neither Syracuse nor San Diego state scare me that much. Mm-hmm. So they have a tougher path to start maybe with with a narrative matchup with Loyola or the ACC champ. And then a matchup with Oklahoma state, maybe But once they get past that point, like say you beat Oklahoma state in the sweet 16, you're basically either going to face Houston or West Virginia, and then you're there. And like, that's not, you know, I don't think that is the tallest order out there no. when you could look at other brackets that have a Texas or an Alabama or obviously a Gonzaga or a Baylor. Now, here's a question Do we, as the three seed, we would funnel into playing Baylor if Baylor advanced and we advanced, right? Yes. Okay. And yep. then Gonzaga and Michigan, that would be that. But here's the thing. I look at Gonzaga's bracket. They're two, three, and four, are Iowa, Kansas, and Virginia. And to me, that just seems like a collision course to play Iowa in the Elite Eight and beat them kind of like you did back in December. As I look That's at, pretty soft. Yeah, I would agree. And they're the overall number one seed. So they've earned it. They haven't lost yet. So in the South Fair region, enough. Baylor is the one. They're two, three, and four is Ohio State, which, <laughs> whoa. Uh, let's see. The three seed is Arkansas. I didn't want any piece That's of Arkansas tough. the way they're nope playing. Either. So I'm just saying, like, I know West Virginia and Oklahoma State are, are tough in their own ways, but I didn't want Arkansas. So that's a break. <laughs> and then Purdue is the four. That's going to be a game. So that's a pretty Ooh. tough two, three, four. 
Nova, Nova the five. Tough bracket. Yes, absolutely. I think that's a sneaky tough bracket because I don't think people who maybe more casually watch would look at Ohio State. Who'd you just say was the three? The three is Texas. Arkansas. No, I'm sorry, Arkansas. My bad. Yep. So I don't think people who you know maybe someone who hasn't paid too much attention looks at Purdue, Arkansas, Ohio State and goes like, "Whoa, Baylor's going to get tested." But those are tough teams that are very um, athletic and very sound. Like Matt Painter isn't going to screw anything up. Chris Holtman isn't going to screw anything up. Arkansas is a really good team with two NBA prospects. Right. So, and I mean, we can talk about how great Baylor is. They came off the pause and almost lost to two in Iowa State, then lost, and then lost again in the, in the conference tournament. So, you know, I mean, they're not as impenetrable as maybe we thought before the season began. Um, and yeah, you, so visually, Baylor is the top right and you are the bottom right. In the Michigan bracket, they're two, three, four, like we said, Alabama, Texas, and Florida State. Colorado is a five. That's sneaky good, too. So that, And then UConn is a seven, is a team that can go on a heater with uh, Book Knight as well. And then you get the Illinois bracket. Am I saying that right, by the way, Book Knight? Yep. Okay, cool. And then the Illinois bracket, like we talked about, Houston, two. You have West Virginia, three. Oklahoma State, four. Tennessee, five. So I think the five is weaker. Tennessee, I think, is a weaker five than Colorado. So if they can spring an upset, then that opens a bit of a path. Your eight seed, Loyola Chicago, I'll take them instead of North Carolina, like Baylor's getting. And then you have on the bottom side of the bracket, yes, West Virginia at three, but I'd rather have them at the three than Arkansas, the way those two teams are playing. And then Houston as your two. So if we're sitting here, we're looking at Oklahoma State as a barrier because they have the best player in, well, the number one pick in the NBA draft. Absolutely, I get that. But we've... Like you said, Trevor, been able to withstand monster performances like we did today against Dwayne Washington. And their offense overall is not great. O- Ohio State's you, offense is. You match up with them. Sorry, it's just you match up with them better because he's not at the position that you are weakest at. Yep, absolutely. So, hey, I, I think in closing, and we can wrap this up so we can actually go celebrate and enjoy the win that we just had. Good Lord. <laughs> it feels like, I mean, they could have given us 10 minutes on this thing so we could just watch them cut the nets. Come back for now, but hey, uh, here we go. Round of 64 results. The 16 versus one, as we know, one and 139. So I, I like our chances in that. And then as we get to the second round and beyond, then hey, let's just see what happens. But man, guys, we just went through an absolute gauntlet. I've never seen something like what this team did in the last three weeks. And in closing, I'll start with you, Isaac. I just think that the storybook is still right there for us. I still think that Every every chapter this team is riding continues to point to one result. Now, I'm not going to say guarantee a national title, but I think that even in this bracket, this team can hang that Final Four banner. And given the opponents they just played, uh, you know that's like putting a donut on a bat in the on-deck circle. And now you take the donut off, and you're playing, oh, uh, Oklahoma State as opposed to Ohio State. Or you're playing West Virginia as opposed to Iowa. I'll take it. i got to be honest. You got to feel so absolutely happy for these guys. I know that's that's why a lot of Illinois fans were so frustrated about the whole Michigan Illinois Big Ten champion debacle was because these guys put in so much time and effort and changed this program and they didn't have any material to show for it. Now they have a banner, right? You got a one seed. So if in 55 years, even if you don't win the national championship, people are going to be able to look at that banner and old guys like us you're going to be able to be like, that was a hell of a ride. And you ended up winning the Big Ten tournament. So you got to be so happy for those guys, first of all. But like you said, Carp, again, besides Ohio State, you handled Michigan, right? Who's a one seed. 
you handled Wisconsin, who I guess dropped way down, but a team like Wisconsin's who you're going to play in the second round. And Loyola, yeah, people are buzzing on them, but a lot of times teams get a lot of buzz going into the tournament and then they don't really do anything. You know, Loyola is going to be a popular pick probably to upset Illinois um, for people that don't know what the hell they're talking about. But (laughs) hopefully we can just take care of that and get that out of the way. And again, Oklahoma State, like... They also have a few bad losses. Yeah, Cade Cunningham scares the crap out of you. Of course. Um, but just going back to this game today, it, it's just such an amazing feeling. Um, hopefully, I, I'm glad to Io. I mean, we were going to make the tournament, but I'm glad Io gets another chance to like go have that 8 for 10 shooting night and put up almost 30 points. Because he's, he, he's been a little cold the past few games, and it's hard to say when you know you finished like 18, 9, and 7. Right. But, and you won both. Um, you won both. Yeah. Against uh, against Iowa that has the second best offense in the nation. Against yeah. Ohio State that has the fourth best offense in the nation. You won both when Iowa was so inefficient. So I'm, You're, I'm going silver linings start. here. No, no. The last, the last thing I wanted to say is, in deep teams and teams with good defense, obviously, um, go deep in this tournament. Listen to your bench today. You literally, okay. So you only played, um, you played eight guys like normal, and you had, oh my gosh, sorry, um, Demonte Williams, thirteen points, Curbelo, sixteen points, Georgie Bashanis Billy in sixteen minutes had twelve points and six boards, like. That's your bench. All three of them were in double digits. That's the game right there. The Georgie minutes were so big. Guys, so we have Seth and Clark each putting Illinois in the national title game. So, at least Seth Davis said that. I I, I don't really like Clark Kellogg going Yeah, they both did. <laughs> but I, I think that that's still on the table, Trevor. And here's the thing. It's going to be a journey. We saw today, that was what it feels like in a tight tournament game and the next loss is your last one so like losing today would have sucked the next loss if there is a loss and fingers crossed there won't be it's going to hurt but you know 68 teams are in the same boat as you are for that and at the end of the day you are still playing your best ball and you still won this tournament trevor i gotta think with i'm gonna say b plus against Rutgers. i'm gonna say an a minus against iowa yesterday i'm gonna say b minus against ohio state today who they are your bugaboo and that just leads me to believe that this team, we know the floor. I think the floor now is what we saw today. I'm going with that. I think that's the floor for the rest of the year, what we saw today. And that was good enough to beat a two-seed Ohio State. So I, I'm okay, man. I'm feeling good. Yeah, you, you both mentioned it. It's kind of funny because you have to sort of check yourself when you go, oh, man, that's a tough five-seed. And it's like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> People are saying you are the toughest one-seed right now because you're on the heater more so than any other team. And even though Gonzaga's unbeaten, who have they beaten lately? And so, I, you know, anyone in Illinois' region is going, oh, come on, we got Illinois' region. And so you, you kind of have to check yourself when you when you groan at Loyola. Like, look, obviously that's annoying. Porter Moser has built a great program there. But they have Cameron Crutwig, who's an interesting matchup for Kofi, but he's not better than him. And they don't have anybody on the outside. Their guards are not good. Crutwig is amazing, but they do not have depth. So it's one of those things where, like, you look at that, and you go, okay, that's annoying. And then we're going to be watching that game, and Illinois is going to be up 52 to 35. And it's like, all right, like how annoying actually was that? You know what I mean? Sure. And so uh, I just, I, I, I don't know what happened the last hour and a half. I, think I know. I walked away from this podcast <laughs> for a good 10 minutes. I'm not that's... even sure why. But um, 
that was just such a load off. Yeah, it was not not that not that um, you know if they lose in the second round, I'm not going to say well that's okay, but it's just <laughs> like you finally got something so tangible that you know at worst case a heartbreaking loss in the Sweet 16. Honestly, I look back at this and I go, that was the greatest season of my life so far. They won the Big Ten and they had a Sweet 16 run. You know what I mean? Like I It takes the yeah. sting out of it a little bit. Listen, for most college basketball fans, there are a hell of a lot more stings than there are successes. And there are a lot more disappointments than there are triumphs, unless you're a Duke fan or something like that. And that's rare. So that is a possibility. I know that going in. I do think, though, that yet, today was another example. They just find ways to win. I felt so many times in the last couple minutes of regulation and then really the entirety of overtime, at least the first two minutes of overtime, I thought we were going to lose. And I've thought that before. I thought yeah. the last Ohio State game. And I felt that even a little tinge yesterday when Iowa got within five, like, please don't. But then you remember, wait, th- these guys keep winning games. So I will let you guys know my mindset going into this tournament is I, I'm going to just defer to them. You guys have done it. You keep doing it. I'm going to defer to you that they have the wherewithal to get this done. And I think that this bracket still gives them a chance to do so. And here we go. Friday in Indy. I would assume it's a primetime game because you're one seed. And it begins. And, and here's the other thing. I think there is a factor, guys, in already having been in Indy, played in this tournament setup. I think that gives you a leg up when you start for the first and second round, especially. And then you just kind of let that momentum ride. So... We're in it, boys, and we're in it as a one seed in the first NCAA tournament appearance since 2013. Big Ten tournament champions, the best team in the Big Ten, raise the banner, raise two if you want, and then let's add a third one by the end of this year, and I think they will. Hey, what's the over-under on how many times I can watch rewatch this game before, <laughs> we, play, before we play on Friday? Well, here's what I'm going to do tomorrow because we got so many... Like people are still catching up. Someone said, Carp, I'm going to need to catch up with all the Big Ten tournament podcasts at work this week. So tomorrow I'll say, on Friday, Illinois did, did this. And then on Saturday, they beat Iowa. And then Sunday, here are all the postgame pods. I think people will be absorbing the, this stuff all week. And we should so. I bet this will be, if not the best, then definitely top three or four podcasts. Yeah, the one that the first one we did today for sure. The selection yeah. show one will be it'll be interesting because I mean, God, it just I hated how that just even disrupted our own momentum. And and Trevor, you were smart to take a ten minute break. I mean, it was just Gonzaga's stupid bracket. But you know what I'm gonna do, guys? I'm gonna go on Twitter, go on my computer, and just watch a crap ton of celebration videos. And I know they're streaming in. I'm just gonna soak that in tonight. What it? It's been two and a half hours, man. Um, that was a long two and a half hours. A lot happened. So we will see you guys Friday, right? We'll figure out a game time and and we'll get going for the NCAA tournament. Let's do it. <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, Trevor Valise, Isaac Ambrose. Uh, Isaac, before you go, I do need I need two words from you. Hmm. Let's go! Beautifully done. And then, Trevor, before you go, I just need a good old-fashioned South Park good, uh, goodbye and farewell. <laughs> Trevor Valise, Isaac Ambrose, 200 level. We're going to see them on Friday. Awesome stuff. They devoted two and a half hours of their time to the podcast on what was a long Saturday afternoon. <sighs> I'm just going to put this up there. Got to thank DP Doe online at dpdoe.com. Fourth and Kirby at fourthandkirby.com. Rector Construction at rectorconstruction.com. 
and stay from Agent Brian Hansen online at brianismyguy.com. Time to go have that monocles with French dressing, right? Or we might get something else. That was our Selection Sunday tradition. What a week. Got a little bit emotional there when Illinois t- got that game knotted up. And that was something special. And now I'm going to spend the rest of the evening not even worrying about the bracket. I think the best thing to do is soak this in for a couple of days. We have until Friday. We'll get that going Friday as the one seed in our bracket. And they can do this, guys. That was a rough performance, I thought, in a lot of ways from them. But they gutted it out. And they won. They beat a great Ohio State team that can make the final for themselves. And I think they actually will since they're in Baylor's region. So much to be proud of. This team has earned every bit of it. And they get to raise a banner and they get to hold the trophy and then get right back to it on Friday. So let's do it. The ride continues. The ride continues here on the 200 level. This was episode 190. Got at this rate, episode 200 will be for the freaking sweet 16 if we make it that far. So I say if we make it that far, we'll be fine, Illini fans. Thank you all so much for listening. You're probably absorbing both of these podcasts and then maybe the uh, Iowa and Rutgers one as you settle into work this week and are only thinking about Illini basketball. I've been there. I got spring break, so I got an idle mind. I'll probably just spend it watching these games and highlights on YouTube for the next 96 hours. But thank you so much for being along this ride with us and, and listening and supporting the pod, rating and reviewing us, all that good stuff. Tell a friend about us so they can follow along during the NCAA tournament run. We will be there for every single game. My voice is feeling it. I got to go. Time to celebrate. Illini fans, this is special. It's a special team. That was a special game in what's been a special season. This is Decadence out of your head from our latest album, Fever Dreams, on our way out. In the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy, celebrate. Celebrate to your heart's content, Illini fans. What a moment. And we will see you. Hell, I'll probably see you tomorrow. Who am I kidding? It is the 200 level.